Welcome to this week's Planet Shakers podcast. We've got three brand new single releases available for you to listen to on your favorite streaming platform. Praise On It and You Have My Heart by Planet Shakers, as well as L-O-V-E by Planet Boom. Go check it out. Now for today's podcast. I have a message. I have a few moments to talk to you this morning, but really it's a critical message. When God spoke to me about overflow, God spoke to me about the oil. And this whole conference has been about the presence of God. And uh, the, the title of my message could be, uh, While She Poured, or I chose to say, So the Oil Ceased. If we are going to see what God has for us, we have to protect the oil more than anything else. And we have to make sure that the oil God gave us continues to, to flow into empty vessels. I want to read from 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 to 7. The Bible talking about a real woman in a desperate situation. Verse 1, the Bible says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditors has come to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? You know, every time somebody came to Jesus, He asks them, what is it that you want me to do for you? I don't want you to go into 2024 neutral. The Bible says when we come to God, we must believe that He is and that is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. I'm not asking you how low you are. I'm not asking you how bad your situation. I'm not asking you how impossible your situation. I'm asking you this morning in the Name of the Lord Jesus Christ, what is it that you want God to do for you in 2024? Because I'll tell you, my dear friend, my brother, my sister, the things that are impossible with men are possible with God, for with God all things are possible. I want to tell you this morning, all things are possible to those that believe. No matter what you are facing, I don't care if all the hell is broken out against you. I don't care if you are surrounded by three armies. I'll tell you, if God is for you, who can be against you? I'm telling you today that God's going to turn your adversary around. God's going to cause the enemy that came against you to flee before you seven ways. This is not the time to go sit under a juniper tree and quit. This is not a time to resign yourself to lesser dreams, to smaller goals and to smaller visions. This is the time to believe that God is on your side, that God is for you, that you're unstoppable and nothing is impossible, that no matter how bad things have seemed, that God is going to change things around. Come on, Planet Shakers, and you are going to see the greatest year of overflow. You are going to see the glory of God. You are going to see God turn things around. God's going to turn things right side up, but you have to answer the question, what is it that you want God to do for you? This woman already told her story. The prophet comes to her and he says, what is it that you want me to do for you? What is it? How can I help you? And then he continues to say, tell me what do you have in your house? Because if God is going to change things in your life, He's going to have what you have. The miracle is always in the house. The miracle is always closer than you think. We always look for something external. God said, no, I've placed you. God says, I've anointed you. God says, I've empowered you. God says, I've appointed you. This is your time. You have to take a hold of what I've given you. You have to give me what I placed in you. And you will watch how I will multiply and increase everything that you have in your life. 
And she said to him, your maidservant has nothing but a jar of oil. There's a good but and there's a bad but. A good but will get, but will get you off your butt. A bad but will land you on your butt. This woman recognised that she had something God can use. And I wanna tell you, you may not have a job, but you have a talent, you have a gift. You may not have much going for you, but you have God on the inside of you. You have a treasure on the inside of you. That means you have a hope, you have a future. You have a God who says, I know the thoughts I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Come on, you serve a big God. I said you serve a big God. You serve a God that is enormous. You serve the creator of the heavens and the earth. So if you're gonna dream, you're not gonna have a small dream. You might as well have a big dream because if God is your partner, you better dream big dreams because God is the one who will make your dreams come to pass. Say Amen. Come on some pastor here today. I know all the hell is broken loose against you. I know the devil has tried to silence you, but you are not going to be silenced. You are not going to be sidelined. You are not going to be ashamed because God says, I am your defence. God says, I'm going to show up if you allow me to show up in your world and I'm going to put your enemy to flight. I'm going to put the devil to shame because I have chosen you, my hand is upon you. I've anointed you. All I need you to do is stand. Stand as that businessman, stand as that preacher, stand as that pastor, and give God what you have. And watch how God is going to turn your impossible into a possible. Oh, say amen, somebody in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So he says to her, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbours, empty vessels. You know, the good thing about an empty space is it can be filled. An empty bank balance can be filled. An empty church can be filled. But you have to give God that space. He says, don't just gather a few. Hallelujah. What is he talking about her expectation? You're not gonna go into this year with no expectation, with little expectation. You serve a great big God. Come on, raise your level of expectation. No matter how impossible your situation today, raise your level, come on. You are gonna build that building for the glory of God in the Name of Jesus and no devil in hell will be able to stop you. That is the Word of the Lord. God called you and God doesn't change His mind in the Name of Jesus. You give God what you have. God will be your breakthrough. God will come through for you. God will give you the favour. God will give you the relationships. If you will not be a quitter, if you will go back to God and give God your dream, give God your brokenness, give God your empty spaces, you will watch God fill them. You will watch God change them. You will watch God take something that is small and turn it into something that is big. You will watch how God will increase your influence, your sphere of influence, how God will increase your anointing. If you give Him the little that you have. So He says, do not just gather a few. When you've come into the room, or when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you. Negativity. And your sons, and then pour it into the vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons and brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. It came to pass when the vessels were full. When the vessels were full. 
that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. I want you to notice our text. When there was not another vessel, when there was nothing to pour into, the oil ceased. One thing the devil wants to get us to focus on is what we don't have. We go through a crisis and we look at what we don't have. We cry out to God for a breakthrough and this conversation is very clear that God comes to help because He is your helper, your deliverer. But when God helps you, He's not gonna help you externally. He's gonna use what you have received. You may sit here today and you say, Pastor, but what do I have? You have the greatest gift, a gift money cannot buy. You have a treasure called the anointing in an earthen vessel. And this anointing holds the key to your deliverance, to your breakthrough. There's a a well of life on the inside of you. There's a river that wants to flow out of your belly to bring the life that God has intended for you to have. But you have to recognise the oil. You have to treasure the oil and you have to begin to pour the oil that God gave you. And as you pour it, God is going to increase it. As you find another vessel, God's going to increase it. As you find another soul, God's going to increase it. As you lay hands on another sick person, God's going to increase the anointing. Sometimes we cry out and we say, God anoint us. God says, I have anointed you. I've anointed you for business, but be faithful with what you have. If you talk to John, the first song he wrote might not have been the greatest song. I don't know but you were faithful and you wrote any case. And as you wrote, God gave you more lyrics and God gave you melodies. And as you wrote that, God gave you more. And as you wrote that, God gave you more. That every year I come here, I stand amazed at this whole worship team that how is it possible that year after year after year, you can write songs that is changing the world, songs that are more anointed. I'll tell you why. Because they treasure the oil they are keeping. They are continually pouring out what God has given them. As a businessman, you have to treasure what you have and never become a container. Never hold on to what you have. You have to live this life where you always pour into what God has called you to do. You know, people look at us as pastors sometimes and we get introduced and say, he's got 100,000 members, etc., etc., etc. Not that that's a big deal and I really mean it factually. Because I think it's a problem if God blesses you and you start to walk different and talk different and carry yourself different as if suddenly you are somebody important. You were important enough for Jesus to die for you. You're not more important because you have a big church. You should not look differently because you have a big church and act more importantly because you have a big church and business exactly the same. We have many billionaires in our church and I tell them they don't have special seats reserved for them. I always tell them. You serve God when you had nothing. Serve God when you have a lot. But the minute you become a container and you no longer live a life of purpose, where the purpose of my life is to pour out what I have received to make this world a better place, you are not gonna continue to see the overflow of God in your life. So the first church I started was with six people, not 600, six in a little building. And I didn't have much going from, for myself. But one thing I knew is I had something. I had Jesus. So I found one person and poured Jesus into that person. 
and that person became a disciple. Then I found another person, poured Jesus into that person. That person became a disciple. Then I taught them to pour into others, empty vessels what they had. And soon that church grew to 100. Then in Bloomingdale started with 180 people. And the same thing happened. The church grew to over 40,000 people. It wasn't a revival that just broke out. Like people will say, what happened? We were stewards of the oil of God and still we are stewards of the oil of God. Still we have to find empty vessels and pour out what we have received if we want to see the miracle of multiplication. So the question is who determined the extent of her overflow? The prophet? Did he tell her go borrow three vessels, small vessels? No. He said, go borrow empty vessels. He never told her how big they should be. He never told her how many. Her expectation determined that. Because when the Word of God comes to a conference, you decide what you hear. Whether you will limit God or whether you will just allow God to be God. Step out of the boat and believe God, anything is possible. Believe that your greatest days are ahead of you and find more empty vessels and pour into those empty vessels. The first church we built was a 300-seater. I remember my dream always was, I just wanted to build a building 20 metres by 20 metres because I didn't want to be a pastor, okay? And then I thought, God, if I can have a church of of, of 400 square metres, I'll be the happiest person in the world. We built a little building, 15 metres by 25. And God filled it. And I thought, I'm happy. But then it became too small and we had two services. I moved to Bloomingdale and we built a 1500 seater and we gave God space. And we moved in there with 200 people. Everybody was overwhelmed, not God. Because when you make room for God, He's gonna show up. I said, when you make room for God, He's gonna show up. When you pour out to God, God is gonna show up. When you have expectation in your heart, God is gonna show up. 2024, you better enlarge the place of your dwelling. You better expand the place of your horizons. You better believe God for great things. You better lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. You better make space for God and go bigger and better and better and believe that this great and mighty God is ready to show up according to your expectation. And God filled that building. Then we increased it to 4,000, He filled it. Then we increased it to 5,500, He filled it. Then 7,000 and He filled it three times on a Sunday. Built another 1,500 seater. Then Pretori, God filled that. Then Johannesburg, God filled that. And last year, just little examples. Um, when God spoke to me about overflow, I phoned David uh, in Johannesburg and I said to him, we better get ready for overflow because God gave us a word. And when God gives you a word, you better listen. Because now that Word brings revelation, but that revelation now requires preparation, planning. Preceded by expectation, God's able to do exceedingly abundantly above according to all that is in us. So if we dream small, we will have little things happen. If we bring God little jars, God's gonna fill them. Don't complain. If we live with this mentality, it's difficult in Australia. Why is it difficult in Australia? Because of the kangaroos or what? It's like we build buildings in Africa and people say it's easy in Africa. How many Africans do we have here today? It's like everybody thinks everybody in South Africa has a big church. I'm sorry, it's not the case. It's easy. Why is it easy? 
Well, if it's easy, then God lives in South Africa, not in your country. Because God says, is anything too difficult for me? I mean, if we want to talk about challenges, we can talk about challenges in South Africa. We have 40% unemployment. 75% of our young people are unemployed. The average salary in South Africa is not even 8,000 Rand a month. In, in, in your dollars, it is not even $800 a month. That's South Africa. And yet we see God move. We see God move all over Africa, which is supposed to be a poor country. And I'm shocked when I come into my Western cultured brothers who have so much money and the countries are so rich and the dollar is so strong and the pound is so strong and they talk about how difficult it is. My brother, the difficult is between your mind, but between your ears. I'm not trying to insult you, I'm telling you a fact. Because whether it's a 100 million rand building or a 200 million rand building or a 300 million rand building or a 500 million rand building or a billion dollar project, our God is El Shaddai. Our God is able. The silver and the gold belongs to God. Nothing is impossible with God. Can somebody say Amen and truly believe it? So when we make space, I phoned David, I said, we need to, to, to enlarge the parking. Our parking garage was getting full, uh, three levels of parking, beautiful building, etc. And all the parking around was full, etc. So last year I just said to him, we better expand quickly, get the parking done. This last Sunday I flew in, in the Holy Ghost, because I preach in Pretoria, then I climb on my broom and I fly um, to Johannesburg to preach. And I'm flying in there and it's just cars everywhere. The new parking is filled. The cars are stopping everywhere. The cars are on the street. People come, come, can't, can't, cannot come in. And I say, this is the Word of the Lord. Amen, overflow, hallelujah. You make space for God, God's gonna fill it. If you work with God, if you hear the Word of the Lord and the Word of the Lord becomes a revelation. So it wasn't the prophet, prophet that limited her. Her expectation determined the level of overflow. So I'll ask it again and again and again. What is the level of our expectation? Because if we run out of expectation, we run out of oil. Because the oil flows while we pour. The oil does not flow when we sit and soak. So if we want our churches to grow, we need to get the oil out there. We need to get busy with evangelism. We need to get busy with discipleship. If we want poverty broken, we cannot pray about poverty. We have to get out there and be activists and reformers like Jesus Christ and change our society. Because when we move, God moves with us. There's no movement if we do not move because God lives in us. So when we talk about glory, where is the glory? Where? Where's the glory? If we talk about presence, where is it? Huh? Sorry, that's a South African way of saying, huh? That glory, the Shekinah glory of God, the Kavod glory of God, call it whatever you want in the Old Testament, that lived in the Ark of the Covenant. Where's that glory now? Where's it? Where's it? In us. That treasure, the oil, the anointing, 
you need to succeed in life is in you. It's not in the heaven. It's in you to write the songs. It's in you to preach the sermons. It's in you to build the buildings. It's in you to, 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 to build a business. It's in you. The know-how, the wisdom, the knowledge. It's in you. Your body is now the temple of the Holy Ghost. How we go through life like, I don't know, I don't know what time of the day it is, etc. When God says, what is it that you have? You have to recognise what you have. You may not have all the gifting and the talent that you think other people have, but you have what they don't have. You have a treasure. You have a little oil and it's enough because if you pour the little oil, the little is going to become much. And when you see again, you have a revival. When you see again, you have a breakthrough. When you see again, you build another building. When you see again, there's another relationship. When you see again, there's another partnership. Come on, you have the oil, but you have to recognise the very question the prophet asked her, what is it that you have? He didn't ask her who's against you. What is the name of those creditors? Because we focus very often on the opposition. Because the anointing is designed by God to destroy opposition. The anointing of God is designed to bring favour. The kavot. We want to talk about anointing Old Testament. There's all got confused between old and new. That now lives in you. The weight of His presence is in you. The glory, the river, the well, it's in you. You carry the presence of God. So if you don't go, the presence of God doesn't go. There's not a river that's gonna flow out of this building somewhere. The river flows when you go. So we have to get out of the coma mindset, out of the soaking mindset, out of the sitting mindset, out of the waiting mindset. And we have to believe we have the glory, we have the presence, we have the anointing, we have all we need to fulfil what God called us to fulfil. All you have to do is be faithful where you are with what you have received it may not be a Reinhard Bonker anointing, but you can go witness to one person in the gym and get that person saved. And when you see a kid, you witness to three people, then it's five people, then it's 50 people, then it's 100 people. You can be faithful with 10 people as a pastor, then with 50, then with 100. And if you are faithful with the oil you have received and you find empty vessels because God fills empty vessels. It doesn't fill people who are full of, them, full of themselves. So, 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 so when we write, we empty ourselves. When we preach, we empty ourselves. And it's a process that happens while we empty ourselves, we are being uh, uh, filled in the process. It's ongoing. While you work, He refreshes you. Because those who refresh others get refreshed themselves. So, so what am I saying to you? Whatever God called you for, whatever God predestined you for, you have it. You don't need more of it. You have it. You say, what is it? You have the oil. But you have to be faithful with the oil. You have to recognise the oil. You have to use the oil. You have to pour the oil. You have to be faithful to your assignment and you have to keep on pouring the oil because while you pour the oil, the miracle will continue. The moment you stop pouring, the oil ceases and the revival stops. And the Lord said to me this end of last year, because we've done a lot of things, we have crusades and uh, 
I'll close now because um, this COVID frustrated me. Not the hell out of me because the hell was never in me, but frustrated me like you cannot believe. That's why I fought our government. I stood against it because I realized the damage it's doing to the church and the souls that should have been saved, stopping us from having crusades. And after this COVID, I said, now we're going to be more determined. I don't have to pray about it. The devil stole from us. Now we're going to be more determined. Now we're going to go harder and we are going to go stronger and we are going to go faster. Whether I feel anointed or not, I have an anointing. I don't have to feel the anointing. What John chapter 2 says, you have an anointing and you know all things. I know what I have to do. So I better get busy with that and pour the oil and shut the door to negativity, to trauma, to failure, to mistakes, to people's opinions, to the haters, because people tried to stop us. Like Jesus, when He said to Peter, I have to go to the cross. Then Peter sentimentally, emotionally said to Him, no Lord, no, no, no. And He said, get behind me, Satan. You do not savour the things of God. Listen, God called you. God's hand is upon you. You're a man, a woman on a mission. Don't let any devil stop you. No sentiment stop you. No attacks stop you. No haters stop you. No slander stop you. You make up your mind. This is who I am. This is what I have received. I'm going to go stronger for God in 2024. I'm going to find bigger vessels, empty vessels, and we are going to see the glory of God in Jesus. Amen. I mean, the Lord said to me just like this, He he says to me, because God talks to me like this. We have our love relationship. uh, But then when He talks to me, He talks to me in a different tone. He said, you have to let the oil flow or the miracle of revival will stop in CRC. Because everybody was just like, oh, our church is big. And by the way, we get souls saved. God said, no, 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 no. Your mandate is to win the lost at any cost. Get the people back to the mandate. Because when you lose the mandate, the oil stops. You, you will substitute gold for brass. You will put your brass shields and nobody will see the difference, but the gold will no longer be there. The sound will sound the same, but it's not the same. And few people will recognise it. You need to treasure the oil, the anointing, not a reputation not what people think about you, but your authenticity in Christ. And you have to be true and faithful to what God called you to do. And you need to pour that oil. And as you pour that oil, God will be glorified. Hallelujah. As you pour that oil, cities are going to be changed. Nations will be changed. Stadiums are going to be filled. Souls are going to be saved. I declare and I will tell you when I see you again, we are going to see our greatest year of soul winning in South Africa and Africa than ever before. 17 stadium crusades this year just in South Africa. We are going to preach the Gospel and pour the oil of God and we are going to see South Africa changed and by the glory of God see hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people saved by the grace of God. If you can believe and agree with me today, shout Amen. Hallelujah. So, so what is it that you need God to do for you? I need to be careful what I say. Um, because we all want a moment and a moment just changes something in you but changes nothing out there. Now you don't want to hear that so I have to tell you that. So inspiration, revelation, preparation, 
expectation, preparation, perspiration. We don't like the perspiration. She had to work the miracle. She had to work. She had to get the vessels and pour, no matter how she felt. When Israel ran out of water, the prophet came and he said, make the valley full of ditches. The king expects a miracle. God says, take a shovel, dig. You dig, you do the possible. You prepare, you make a way, you make room. This thing that we sometimes almost like give everything back to God is wrong. Where all the focus is this way. It's this way so we can live this way. Amen. What is it that you need God to do for you this morning? A crisis, emotional, He's here. And all you have to do is allow that oil that He has given you to refresh you, to revive you, to strengthen you, to give you wisdom, to give you guidance. Because sometimes we're in a bad place like Elijah was, right? Prolonged pressure. People are weary, tired, worn down. So they have tired eyes. They don't see the plans of God. It's not a good place to be. Elijah was there. One day he prays fire down from heaven, kills 450 prophets of Baal, 400 prophets of Asherah. And the next day he runs because of the spirit of intimidation that's in this world right now, trying to discourage the servants of God. He runs away three days and he sits under a juniper tree and he says, Lord, it's enough, I wanna die. He wanted to quit. There are more people thinking about quitting right now than you'll ever know. Maybe the person standing next to you, maybe you. I'm telling you today in the name of Jesus, don't because there are people waiting on the other side of your obedience. Let God come today. Let God pour fresh oil. Let God anoint your head with fresh oil. Let God come and lift you up. Come on, allow God to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Allow God to be God in your life. In the Name of Jesus Christ, allow God to fill you up with His presence and the rest will be history. God will have the final say, not the devil. God will, cause God destined it and no devil in hell will stop what God has predestined for you. No devil, no power will stop what God has predestined for you. That anointing oil will destroy every yoke, will silence the enemy and the avenger. The hills and the mountains will melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord. I declare it today. They are melting. Opposition, every plan, every scheme of the devil melts. Now, confusion in the ranks of the devil. What God planned and predestined will not be stopped because of the anointing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. Just lift your hands for a moment, please, just for a moment. Just for a moment. Let the presence of God come right now, refresh you, revive you, and close every door, every door to every lie, every plan, every scheme of the devil every thought of discouragement, every thought to quit. Satan is a liar. His plans will not prevail. You are God's chosen, God's appointed, God's anointed. God lives in you. 
and there's more oil, more, more. There's more oil that must flow, more. Much, much more oil that has to flow in Jesus' Name. Jesus' Name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, no matter how impossible things seem. You stand in the presence of the Most High God and He anoints your head with fresh oil. Therefore, your cup will run over, will run over. Overflow will be your portion because God says so in Jesus' Name. I seal that word to your heart and mind this morning. Seal it. Never to doubt again. Never. I open the gates. I open the blocked wells this morning. And I command the oil to flow. Vision. Dreams. Refreshing. Courage. Strength. To flow. In Jesus' Name. Jesus' Name. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that your faith was filled and you were encouraged. If you have any prayer requests or want to connect with us further, search for us on our social media at Planet Shakers. We'd love to hear from you.